Bill Mosley, Daniel Harris, Dick Warlock, George Romero, Kane Hodder, Robert England, Ronnie Blakely, CJ Graham, and you're listening to Deep in Horror, Texas. You gotta be fucking kidding. Drop your puds and grab your earbuds. It's deep in the whore of Texas. I'm Nathan. Yeehaw! This is Jeff. And this is Ralph. Congratulations, you made it to part two. <laughs> Halloween 2, Season of the Witch. It's part three. Okay, you're giving me, it's part three. Never mind, never mind, that's part three. This is more of the night he came home. Oh, God, he came again. The night he came again. Sounds like a great night. <laughs> you ever get one of those where you're like, I feel 21, and then the next day you're back out? Jesus Christ, he's like, Jesus, I'm never fucking again. <laughs> you stay over there. Jesus Christ. I have leg- Stay over there. <laughs> my leg's cramping. What the fuck's going on? Fucking hip feels weird. Oh, my ass meat. <laughs> <laughs> you only laugh harder because you know it's true. <laughs> yeah, when you just smile and grin, that's when you know, like, oh, he's touched us off. More like smiling. <laughs> More like smiling grimace. Jesus. I've had to call in a half a day. <laughs> Wow, oh. I just I tried too much that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man. Continuing our series of the great Halloween. Good I mean, th- th- this is one of my favorite series to go into because I know there's so many parts of this puzzle, but every fucking step we take forward, you know, we had a great uh cornerstone to step, you know, step off of. So, coming off of the great 1998 John Carpenter's Halloween, we step into the great Rick Rosenthal. Yeah. Halloween um, okay. 2. Originally, uh, uh, Tommy Lee Wallace. Was he lined up to direct? He, he was tapped. Uh, they, Which is good to they hear. They wanted him. Because, I mean, he's a, as he would later go on, he was he's a very strong director. I will tell. Well, I mean, he wasn't a director at that time. I'm saying, like, if he would have stepped into it, he, was, he, had, he would he had later tapped. become yeah. a, a very strong director, in my opinion. Um, there's a funny story on how this movie got made. Okay. And this is a direct quote from Irwin Yablons. Um, he uh, had to be, Irwin had to be at uh, Cannes Film Festival. Uh, on his plane ride, he happened to sit next to a really good friend from his Paramount days, Bob Ramey. Uh, Bob had ventured out and created his own uh, AV, Avco Embassy Films. Gotcha. And was asking about the success of Halloween and John Carpenter and whatnot. Um, and for people that don't understand the popularity of Halloween. It was made for three hundred twenty thousand dollars. It would make forty million. And in today's 60. and today's fucking money, you're talking about upwards to about two hundred plus million. Off three hundred. Is 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 <laughs> yeah. off of three hundred thousand dollars. So three hundred thousand think of it as a million and think about that forty million as over two hundred fucking million dollars. So this was blockbuster. Was yeah. Yeah, it was killer. So, I mean, uh, they started getting in a conversation. Irwin, Irwin started bragging. Oh, I bet. Foolishly. Oh, shit. 
Carpenter had previously mentioned to him that with his couple pitcher deal with Deborah Hill, him and, and Irwin, Irwin that, uh, Hey, I have this idea for the fog and, uh, an idea for another movie. So Irwin started bragging to, uh, Bob Ramey on this plane ride and started discussing all the details of the fog. Uh, not long after the plane landed, Avco announced that they were releasing the fog. Nice. No. <laughs> not nice. He didn't like that no. being stolen from under his fucking stolen right out from under his fucking no. dude. So uh Irwin was fucking incredibly pissed off, called Carpenter, and Carpenter pretty much told him yeah, I go you. where the money is. Yeah, fuck you, they're giving me more money. Um so Irwin did the only thing he could think to do and sued both of them oh, wow. successfully. Um, the sti- the settlement out of court was, okay, Avco Embassy, you can do the fog, but I get Carpenter for the remake of Halloween, t- or the, the sequel to Halloween, yeah, to Halloween 2. Previously, when he brought it up to Carpenter, hey, this is a, a train. We've got to get on the ball and do another one. Carpenter said, hey, man, I, there's nowhere to go. I've said everything I wanted to say in that film. I don't want to retouch it because Deborah sequels H- weren't a thing. Well, Carpenter and Deborah Hill saw this as a standalone. Absolutely. They yeah. they liked the ending. Yeah. Like, he's still out there. And that's beautiful. Right. That was perfect. I mean, sequels weren't really a thing. And the only sequel that, I mean, really is, like, popping in the head right away is, is Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Which was 1980. So it was two years after the original Halloween. And but you got to keep in mind, Friday Thirteenth came out in eighty, and they were up filming part three by the time they got to to the idea to start filming this. And what people got to understand is that while Halloween is making the splashes it did, it was very fucking limited. I mean, this film was extremely fucking limited. Halloween one was so extremely limited that while fucking Carpenter was making Elvis the movie with Kurt Russell for TV, he would just hear whispers about it doing well Mm -hmm. doing great and since halloween did make the bigger splash that it did as it got bigger and bigger and bigger after a year of being literally i think they called it a bicycling in like they would literally move a print and they would bicycle it into different fucking theaters to show it around towns to get that very limited print release the uh you know the midwest explosion would just eventually venture out but like while Carpenter was making Elvis for TV movie, that's when he would be accompanied with the the film deal that would get him later get him the Fog and the Thing and later Escape from New York. I'm sorry, the Fog, Escape from New York, and then the Thing, yeah, which would all happen in like a span of what three or four years because you're talking about what 79, 80, 81, 82, and 82, yeah. which is unfucking fathomable of like work from one man it was amazing uh this box office analysis guy i can't remember his name you'll know who i'm talking about on the interviews because he he has eyes like a, a fucking chameleon like a gecko <laughs> just <laughs> um but he was like i've never seen he must anything. be from dairy <laughs> there you go <laughs> i've never seen anything he said i've never identity. seen anything yeah. like it halloween was released there was a little bit of buzz and then all of a sudden, week by week by week, it grew where most movies would come out, have an explosion, and die down. Yeah. Halloween did the opposite. Up until the time it was taken out of theaters, it was still packed houses. And word, word of mouth for this film from just Midwest explosion was just unheard of. That's what sold it. Yeah. 
I mean, you have to see this. You have to see that. Oh, my God. You can't wait. You Just wait till you see the end. Wait till you get to that part. Oh, my God. Did you see that girl? It's like everything grew this film to what it would become. And we had to wait from 78 to 81 to get Halloween 2. And what was kind of sad to hear is that when Carpenter was writing this, he said he had needed a six-pack of Budweiser to he really want to. to really punch through the script because it was something he didn't want to, but it was a labor of money. Not a labor of love. It was a lawsuit. You are now contractually by court to write this obligated film. to write this. And Carpenter took it straight. And and even Irwin said he handed in a very professional script. It it was you and know, it, it was it was totally professional. But the problem yeah. was is that um you know, they going back to Tommy Lee Wallace, uh, he was super happy to be tapped by Irwin, like, hey you're original halloween guy you know all the secrets do you want to direct uh he was super stoked about it and him and uh Irwin went to lunch and read the script that john gave him and they both like just were ghastly wow. white they hated it wow they absolutely hated it and, and that's funny coming from the guy i mean tommy lee wallace if you don't remember he directs goes on to direct like stephen king's uh, made for tv it he does halloween three. halloween three he does films that are carte blanche mm, Good, I mean, in the horror realm. But they to pass up Halloween 2 as an opportunity to, like, kind of get your foot out there? I don't know. I don't know if this was a big miss for him. I think it was, because uh, going to it, uh, they built, him and Erwin Yablons uh, both felt the minimalism of 78's Halloween was the important part. And this new script that was absent and the violence was pumped up way too much. Um they both went to John and, and said, you have to keep you. They both went to John and John told him, hey, you've got to keep up with the times. You've got Friday showing all the gore. Yeah. You've got all these imitation films. But Rick wasn't going for that. No, no, no. This Tommy. Still. Oh, this Tommy Lee Walsh. Yeah. And this is when him and when Tommy and Irwin went to see John, he pretty much told him, hey, look. You've got Friday the 13th and all these fucking films showing every penetration. You've got to give the crowd that or else they ain't going to fucking come see it. Yeah. What I did was something that just was a freak accident. You know, it was, uh, you know, suspenseful and it was... It was late 70s. It, I, I mean, I, I think that was a big thing to it. Maybe. I mean, it was like, like not the first of its kind, but the first to hit mainstream that yeah. just blew up. I think Friday the 13th did set that... I don't know, like that well, anticipation. Think of part one. I mean, there's arrows through the fucking body. There's there's Tom Savini. Stabbings. Let's not let's not let's exactly. not mince words. There's Tom Savini. Yeah. Tom Savini's come home and he's just fucking throwing his dick on the table and said, "Hey, look at look at what horror can be. Look but, at what we can show you on camera." But even then, you've got all these other fucking and, and the explosion didn't happen just then. That happened in late '80s when horror films were just like there are so fucking many. It has played out. Yeah, and it pretty much died until Scream pumped a breath of life into it i think that's what friday 13th was able to do that halloween didn't do right was like look what you show you on camera they and get away with it and the art exactly you know and and carpenter always felt like more uh, well, less well, is well, more well, but well but he's cocky and like like we talked about yeah. like what we can show you is going to what we can show you is going to be tom savini Maybe, if yeah. we're lucky to get Tom Savini. Well, the only time but he pulled we, that was the thing. But what we don't mm. show I've you... I've got fucking Rob Bottin. And that's a huge <laughs> answer, because I was going to say, like, what we don't show you is always going to be better 
Well, we don't show you is always going to be better in your mind. That's why the fog is tremendous. You see the sliminess. You see their hands. You see... But you never really see a clear yeah. shot of them. They're always shadowed. We don't have to go fucking like, you know, Tokyo Gore. We don't have to do any kind of like, yeah, we can't reach to the Thompson Meeting. That's why, I, like, you spoke to the thing. Like, Botine was the answer to Carpenter's, like, what do we do with all this Tom Savini stuff that's going on? Really? And let's do a science fiction that you know, will just. I got fucking, a guy. Yeah. I got a let's, guy. Let's show you well, it's funny in camera because macabre. Ca- Carpenter in 80 had that foresight, like, You've got to keep up. Yeah. And and so Tommy, not liking that, left. He left it. And Rick Rosenthal was appointed by John Carpenter. He and was an understudent that Carpenter was like, this guy's a very competent fucking director. And I think he, Use he, him. He's a good director. A very good director. I, I Dude, a lot of hate goes towards Halloween, too, and I don't get it. I have some of that hate. <laughs> well, the reason I do is because... Right off the bat, you can tell it's bigger production. But you got Dean Cundy returning. Which is a horrible mistake. No. No, horrible fucking mistake. Are you kidding me? I, I guarantee you. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is equivalent to fucking Dean Cundy shooting fucking the Flintstones, which he did do. Are you out of your mind? I, oh, I, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did shoot the Flintstones. Yeah, don't don't say are do you. I, do I hear a funny story about Dean Cundy? Go for it. Okay, Dean Cundy, after the success loves of Halloween. He loves the Flintstones. He loves the Flintstones. I mean, he sees himself as Fred. Yeah, he wanted to direct the Jetsons. Strangely enough, oh, would that be awesome? Would that be great? Kevin Spacey as uh, George Jetson. That'd be awesome. Kevin Smith as <laughs> Elroy. Oh, <laughs> Dave DeVito, DeVito as the fucking boss. Uh, Mr. Sprocket. Sperly? Sprocket? Sprocket? I thought it was Cogsworth. No. Uh, Sprocket. That, Mr. Sprocket. I thought Sprocket. it was. Was it Sprocket? I think so. Then, his, then the rival must have been Cogsworth. I don't know. Because there was two rival companies. I always wanted Kevin Spacey Judson. That's me. I was like, I grew up always imagining Kevin Spacey as George Judson. I was like, if they can do it, it will be done. <laughs> James Gunn will direct it. It will be God. fantastic. So James in, Gunn, Kevin Spacey. Wow, Jeff, you were just alive in the night. In 1980, Dean Cundy met with a certain director named Steven Spielberg. Oh, wow. And Spielberg wanted him to do Poltergeist. But... Right as he, uh, Cundy called his agent and said, hey, uh, I've got this got cool dude who, who did Jaws and all this. He's not directing it. Tobe Hooper is. Uh, I, I, you know, they want me to do cinematography. And the guy goes, hey, you're contractually obligated. And they just announced Halloween, too. Oh, wow. So Cundy, feeling, uh, you know, he loved Carpenter and he loved Deborah Hill, was under the impression Hill and Carpenter were returning. Oh. <sighs> Uh, he said, absolutely, yes, because he figured that integrity was more important than valor. Oh, wow. And that must have been a kick in the balls. Carolyn! <laughs> he missed, uh, missed working with Spielberg and Toby Hooper right. oh, to come back well, and do this. Well, he would, but I'm telling you right now. He would now, later re-encounter Steven Spielberg. Don't, don't worry, audience. He, Dean Cundy would later sit down with Steven Spielberg and direct Jurassic Park. Or, I'm sorry, pho- photograph Jurassic Park for Steven Spielberg. There's so. two things that would make this film so that was a perfect circle. much more supreme. Drop Alan Howard, and I know that's that's criminal. For what? For that's, Halloween? That's for criminal. Halloween too. Yeah, eh. it's criminal. To it's say not that. a memorable score. I'm not going to speak. No, that's words. the problem. If you, I would love if some fan or somebody would put the original Halloween music to this, because would, that keyboard. It's like they raised it an octave. Or they had shit. to. Yeah, I didn't like. And that. that's because Alan Howard. 
He he laid down. John Carpenter gave him the base score, and then he laid down fourteen yeah. layers on it. And it it it's not a memorable score. No, it, and even it's like my church. Well, not that I go to church, but it's like a church <laughs> church organ player playing it. You know what I it's, mean? It's and, and on top of it, Cundy's fucking camera work in this film. It's like. Dude, there's some gorgeous shots in this film. There are some film. shit shots in this film, too. Name one. All right. When you get Lori to the hospital, there's at least 8 to 12 camera setups. There's a camera on the gurney. There's a camera low in the hallway. There's a camera high. There's a camera down the hallway. There's a camera in the foreground. I would have hate that night when I had to push a fucking girl from the fucking ambulance to the fucking hospital and all the camera steps, you had to do that fucking one night just to capture what ambiance. Oh wait, he follows her in. It then cuts, it cuts it, to the camera mom on in the, the gurney. parking lot, and then it cuts to the front desk. And then the camera on the fucking gurney, right, and then the camera they low on the ground, the... low to the ground, so you can get the fucking gurney coming up and going into the fucking hospital. No, no, no. no. Oh yeah, and then it cuts back to the fucking gurney shot because you have to have the expression of fucking last starfighter and the other guy. From fucking uh, Relentless with fucking Judd Nelson. Yeah, that's Leo the, Rossi. <laughs> I, I I just, I hated that whole shit. It was oh, somebody, man. it was somebody overcompensating you for the, the... You think of the red light boiler room this, of Michael Myers. You think of the fucking shots in I, the eyes. I like, I like Leo Rossi's kill off screen when yeah. she's in the fucking... I love those scenes. You got a funny story for that. Okay, but there's simplicity in some of the shit, but then there's just over personification of fucking photography. It's like, wow, let's just over-fucking-complicate the simplest of scenes with fucking shooting multi-fucking, like, shot setups. That's what bothered me. And, and this whole film irked me. It's oh, got, come on. It's got the fucking pacing of stupidity. It's got the dialogue of fucking just horribleness. Like what? Everything. Like what? The, the, the whole fucking hunt-down scene. The idea that Loomis pulls a gun on numerous fucking police officers. I love that. I love that. I found it just fucking like, who the fuck? The cop didn't know he had a gun. If I'm a fucking cop and a fucking doctor, a psychiatrist at that matter, pulls a gun on me, he's going to be eating dick. Not for driving down the hallway. From fucking Tony fucking Joano in fucking Cell Block 3. No way. In about 10 fucking seconds. How? Because that's who the fuck I am. Yeah, right. I'm going to put a cigarette out in that cocksucker's fucking mouth. If you're going 80 down the highway and someone's in the backseat and pulls a gun and puts it right to your head. Oh, dude. I'll You ain't stopping. Oh, no. I'll comply and I slap that old bastard with a fucking pistol whip. But and then I put a cigarette out in his fucking mouth. But that's the thing is Carpenter, or uh, uh, I'm sorry, Loomis fucking always held a gun on him. There was no reaching. Oh, there would be a moment. I'm sorry, <laughs> there's sir. A, there's always a moment. Oh, I'm sorry. For a 300 You let sheriff. him out. My pistol whip will smack you down. (laughs) Yeah, but he knew it was all for good reason. Oh, dude, I hate it. That car ride explained it. I hated it. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I wanted... I went to... Ralph! I'm sorry. I sat through Halloween 2 hoping to see a breath of fucking fresh air, hoping, like, it had aged well. When did you see it? Last night. No, I meant first time. Oh, first time. Let's express the movie before we get to the 80s. In the 80s, I loved it. It was a continuation of Halloween. It right. was perfect. Right. It was like the night. It was the sequel. One it was night of minutes terror. after. It was minutes after fucking part one. It was perfect. So I love that the opening shot. A, walking up the ramp. You're right. Uh, the beginning shot of Dick Warlock falling off. I don't know why they didn't just reuse footage. Probably because Universal at this point. I hated it. Bought it and and 
compass. And people uh, that don't know, lost like, it. Castle was a, a tall man. He's slender and tall, and he fit the shape. Warlock. Warlock's really tall. He's short. He's six four. He's or, short. no, he's six three. I'm he's sorry. short and lifts. He had to wear lifts for this fucking film. Right. He's a short man. He's a little bit stockier, and he. The reason he sold the fucking scene is that he put on the mask and he stood in front of Rick Rosenthal and Rick Rosenthal was like, yes, uh, can I help you? And he just stood there silent and it made... That's Rick... not entirely how it went. <laughs> well, Rick Rosenthal felt so fucking uncomfortable with the uh, yeah, Warlock's fucking appearance that Warlock eventually took off the mask and said, hey, can I get the job and play fucking you know, Michael Myers in the new film? That's not how it went. All right, go for it. Come on. <laughs> He was brought on because his work with Carpenter and Hill on He's Escape done a from lot of stunt work. Yeah. Yeah. Escape but from you can't New York. say fucking Escape. Oh, my God. Escape from New York. Okay. Escape from New York. It's, it's direct quote. Okay. What do you want? I'm, what are you complaining about? I'm not. What I'm, are you yelling? I'm, I'm not complaining. What Go. are you yelling about? I'm not complaining. Go for it. I'm waiting. Because no. you're looking in your phone. You're going to pull something out of your ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to sideswipe me. Dick Warlock did Escape from New York Thank in you. 1981. That's 1981. This is the late 1981. Oh, this is late 1981. All right, so he did this after. Literally, this is Dick Warlock saying this. Okay. Uh, He got the job because uh, Hill and Carpenter both went to bat for him. Uh, They say he's a good guy. He does good stunt work. Yeah, he's an amazing stunt coordinator, and that's the position he was going for. When he went into the room to meet the director, Dick Warlock said that there was just a desk, the mask, and nobody there. So just fidget fucking around. He's like, well, I'm going to have to fucking wear this thing. He put on the mask. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing in that room. Yeah. Probably parading around. And all of a sudden, a couple minutes later, Rosenthal walks in and he goes, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, he stood uh, Dick there Warlock was like, oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> like took the mask off and apologized. And he was like, I, I'm here for the stunt coordinator job. Uh, here's my resume, here's whatever. And Rosenthal was just like, okay, um, you're hired. And he's like, well, to tell you the truth, there's not a lot that goes into this. Do you want me just to play the shape? That was it. That was it. And the big mistake. And the big mistake is they never even had the thought to ask Nick Castle back. They should have. They should have. Because this, the same this guy. is the uh, the shortest Michael Myers in the entire series at five eighths and three quarters. Oh, he's five eight. Yeah. Wow. At five eighths and three quarters, he had I'm to taller wear, than that. Day. He had that to wear. Day. You're six five. <laughs> yeah, he had to wear lifts for this film, and uh, the reason the mask didn't fit right on on Dick Warlock and looks a little weird, wide face, is because it's wide face, but also Nick Castle was well known to keep the fucking mask in his back pocket while shooting the film. And then for the years between the 78 film and 81, when this new film was to be shot, uh, Deborah Hill kept the mask under her bed. And she is a very heavy smoker. So the mask paint tarnished and kind of varnished a little bit and got a little yellowed. So the difference between the 78 and the 81 is the only time you'll see the actual true Halloween mask. Mm Because everything after that, after Halloween uh, 2 would cut, Dick Warlock asked, can I have all this shit? And they gave him the mask, they gave him the scalpel, they gave him the coveralls, they gave him everything. Mm-hmm. And after that, everybody said, all right, nobody gets shit after the movie anymore, okay? Because when they would come back later into part four, they wouldn't they have... They could not get the mask they right. They could not get the mask right. I mean, the best... Uh, the... And that's a great story because that is... 
that's just a testament to what the era was. And I love that because Dick Warlock was at the right place at the right time. He did get the opportunity to play the shape. And it sucks that we need a, a Tyler Maine or the fuck the guy is that did the oh. zombie ones. It's like you need these menacing six foot something motherfuckers. Seven that, foot? And, and none of us can aspire to that fucking, you know, there's a reason that. That, that you fucking aspire to be Michael Myers? No, I'm saying that there's no there's a reason that <laughs> no, Tyler Mayne. that cosplayers oh. they can't aspire to be these menacing things if you don't write the right you don't have the right height and stature. It's it's fun, but I don't think it's, it, it's hard to be scared of a four foot Jason. It's hard. It's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't know. We saw a little Jason at Texas Frightmare. He was pretty scary. But I'm sorry, a five foot eight Michael Myers coming at me. I'm like Jesus. My luggage is in over there. Chin check. <laughs> 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 Like, sorry. Well, that's what Dick Warlock said to me when we met him at Texas Frightmare. We got off and he was staying on our floor. Good guy. And he was, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm on the same floor as the shape. And he goes, lock your door, kid. <laughs> I was just like, dude, I would fuck you up. And that's, like, like, and that's what's funny me. to me. It's like, <laughs> he, I'm, not, I'm not bashing. Don't get me wrong. Dick Warlock's great. He does some amazing stuff in Halloween, too. But the shape is a shape. It's six foot motherfucker that's just menacing, just like you would see Jason. All right, that's the reason I have problems with like people going goo goo gaga over Negan and Walking Dead. I'm sorry, a guy in fucking a grown man in skinny jeans doesn't fucking terrify me too much. Okay, me being fucking tie white. Nick Castle's only five ten. Okay, gotcha. So not that. Well, much that's of the a reason. Difference. Well, that's the reason he does a cameo in the new one and not the full on fucking shape. In but the I'm saying new film. It, it, pertaining to Halloween one to part two, there's not that noticeable. Yeah, but you imagine a five ten guy in fucking lifts compared to a five eight guy in lifts. It's like wait, Nick wasn't in lifts. I thought at some point. No, no, no. Nick was never in lifts. Okay, gotcha. Well, I'm sorry to say that mediocrity goes a long way. Not in this movie, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. When you see the nurse lifted up by a five foot eight guy, it's like it's leverage. I think I can. It's the angle of the dangle. Yeah, I think I can. I think I can. She was light. I guess so. She had a. She was a nice nurse. She was high. The blonde chick was. Cool. <laughs> and yeah, all the nurses, was. she was the cutest. And they she was innocent. Size. She never did anything oh, wrong. Oh, dude, in she, this. Was, she was. So, like, I mean. Uh, do you know where this was shot, Ralph? Um, yeah, the uh, well, I don't know the exact location, but I do know that it was like recorded right next to an airport, Pasadena. Which was it still Pasadena? Okay. Well, like, uh, I know it was recorded right next to an airport. And funny story with that, fucking while they were scouting the location, um, they had asked uh, a guy who was from the area, asked him like, "Hey, do do uh." Do planes fly by here like every twelve minutes or so? Uh, and the guy that was there, the regular, he, or, he was like, "Oh yeah, no, it's 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 it doesn't really happen that often." So it's like oh, once every so often. So they're like, "Oh, sweet deal, sweet deal," and they end up uh, getting the location for it. And during filming, a, a plane would just like blast through there like every five fucking minutes. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's the guy was just like, like oh. hey, the location scout was just like. Uh. Got my money. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. So, I mean, yeah, this is actually down the street from the Church of the Fog. This oh. is all still in Pasadena, West West Hollywood. Wow. It, it's funny, dude. Like, honestly, I, <laughs> I hate myself. I've been to Pasadena, and I've been to Hollywood more times than I can count. I have never had the thought to drive by these places. Okay, gotcha. Fucking kills me. Gotcha. And I, what's funny is I probably have passed. 
by a couple of these places and just never realized. But yeah, uh, the hospital, um, you know, the, it opens up in the same neighborhood. Haddonfield Memorial. What's happening? <laughs> I'm sorry. I like the movie was playing again in my head, and I was just like, Ugh. "Holy Jesus!" Hey, can we wait till final thoughts sorry. before you start I feel like ramping? A, I feel like a millennial talking about. You this should film. feel drunk. God. <laughs> I was just basing off of what he was doing. Um, I mean, all, all all of this, and what's even cool is Rob Zombie's Halloween is all filmed in the same area. It's all West Pasadena, and as we'll get to oh, West Hollywood, Pasadena. We'll get to in later episodes, but. Obviously, much later episodes, but I think this is the one thing that I think uh, Rob Zombie did do great is that he took this little footnote of Halloween Two and made it just that, like a little footnote in Halloween Two. I hated not that. expanded a whole fucking film of nothingness. I hated that because this was just get the fuck real. This was fucking boring. Oh, now he's just testing me. I'm not testing. <laughs> you. I watched it last night, and just it was pushing the buttons. It was a suffrage. A, you have been suffering at your job. So, A, uh, B, you weren't in a good mood. And C, fuck you. Hey, at least I, <laughs> at, at, at least, fuck you. At least I had time to rewatch it. You know what? I, uh, quit flicking my shit. Um, I'm not going to comment on your stupidity. I know you're not. I know you're not. It's okay. I, mean, I didn't get it. I actually watched Halloween 2 last night. But did you enjoy it? I loved it. I, you, Dude, how I... How can you love this piece of shit? What's so bad about it? All right, the Elrod family. All right, he acquires the knife. Oh, he kills fucking the gorgeous fuck. scene. I, By the way, that's a scene that Carpenter came back to film. Yep. Great. Thank God he did that because that's... I don't know. It's, it's not much going on in this film. There's a lot of bullshit. The first movie has 65 minutes of nothing going on. This movie starts that's pretty set fucking fast. precedent. This is fucking... A, Fucking, I don't know what. Think that of a continuation this, of the same. Right, you, when your lead actress is in twenty three fucking minutes of fucking the the, the title. Actually, she's not the lead. Well, I think she is. No, she's not supposed to be. Well, I. The story's I'm, revolved I'm, around her. Well, but, then I apologize for Jamie Lee Curtis being in Halloween fucking two and being only in twenty three fucking minutes of the fucking film. But who is the lead, sir? Is it Lance to, Guest? Wait, wait, wait. Is Lance Guest the fucking lead? Actually, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> so after yeah, so that's that's a fucking boner right there. I mean, she gets top billing nowadays because her name, but like he was Lance like, Guest was, he was like number two. Wow, he's in less fucking time of the fucking film. He years. really is, and that's what's sad. Womp, but like womp. out of all, like okay, at all, least he does his rolling stunts, right? All this cast, <laughs> like Leo Rossi, Lance Guest, and, and the girl nurses, pretty much everybody they got in this film was in the same acting class. Oh really? And and Rick Rosenthal knew him and was like. You guys all interested? Basic so, theater 101. So class they all they all claim that that Lance Guest is the top build because he gets more screen time. Did than he them. make Last Starfighter before this? I don't know. Gotcha. Um, I think so. Because this guy did like hurt him. <laughs> Sorry. He would have been perfect for Frodo if they made <laughs> fucking if Peter Jackson was alive I'm in the eighties. This way. I'm gonna turn this way. He would have been. I'm not getting another drunk argument. Lance Guest would have been a perfect. Why don't you give me some more facts over here? That's it. More facts. Yeah. (laughs) Seems how Jeff's just a plethora of shit knowledge. (laughs) Fucking drink your Smirnoff, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) 
Actually, can I have one? That's <laughs> <laughs> my last, buddy. It's his last one, man. Six pack uh, down. Well, like you were saying about uh, zero dark thirty, <laughs> zero dark thirty. Sorry. Like you were saying about Elrod and uh, Carpenter coming coming into the film and whatnot. He um, he uh, filmed the first death with that neighbor, Miss Elrod, and um, like with that, he filmed that scene with the nurse and getting into the car and Michael going to the hospital. But Rosenthal never explained how Michael knew where to go. No. So in the original cut of this movie, when Rosenthal submitted it, uh, executives looked at it and they were just like, "Okay, we need Carpenter to come in and fill in the blanks." He didn't understand. But he they didn't they, have, they, they didn't, didn't have film the, that street scene that where he hears the the radio. That's his son, by the way, Dick Warlock's son. So he hears the radio and he says, "Hey, would you?" No, no, no. He was looking at the nurse. What you, Hello, what? nurse. He was looking at the nurse. She got in the car, drove off. He walked down the street and saw the Hanfield Memorial Hospital. Oh, side. yeah, you're right. No, you're not. Sorry. What well, do you mean? No, no, I'm not. You're not right. What are you talking about? How else? He's she was like, oh, my God, the, I'm so late. To and the... he has, she has to drop her for a friend. Uh-huh. And she goes and drops her for a friend. Yeah. And he uh-huh. shows up. On that same street, Michael's walking. The news reporter hanging out with Dana Carvey. That's in the very beginning. At the very beginning, uh-huh. she does her news report, uh-huh. and the guy with the boombox is walking around, and it says that Lori Strode has been taken to Memorial Hospital, Haddonfield Memorial, on the fucking boombox, and then you see him bump into the fucking radio guy, and the radio guy freaks out, and then you see him hit, run, walk to the sign that says Memorial fucking Haddonfield Memorial, yeah. and he cuts left. Right, but the nurse was getting in the car. Yeah, the, the nurse knew street. that Lori Strode was at the fucking hospital. No, no, no. I'm saying, right. where would the, the logical the, place be? The, she got stabbed. Uh, we're going to take her to the, the veterinarian's office. It's Haddonfield. It's a small town. Okay. Go to the fucking hospital. I'm sorry. I watched the movie yesterday. so I I, I watched it last night. I, know, you, I watched it last by night. By six hours. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how he got the information. I'm going off of memory. So. <laughs> he, he overheard, a little fuzzy. I, I, he overheard the radio thing. He overheard the radio that thing plus with the, the nurse getting in the car. Sure. Why and would that the allude to the fucking Lori Strode being at the fucking thing until the fucking lady on the fucking radio said Lori Strode has been fucking well, there you go. taken to? Thank you. I always considered it being the nurse. Like, hey, there's a nurse. Oh, She's okay. going to work at the hospital. I I'm, better go uh, there. The car went that way. I'm going to follow she that She didn't way. go that way. The car went the other way to drop her friend off. You're right. No, she yeah. was the passenger. She... Oh, no, she was the driver. Thank you. God damn it. <laughs> I watched this movie. I fucking contemplated the stupidity of the you film. You contemplated suicide. <laughs> I do that every day. <laughs> Jesus. That's a routine. Uh, we only had a sound bite that said, do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. That's, that's, that's. So, I mean, who cares? Mental Carpenter, mantra right there. Carpenter came. Like, when Rosenthal submitted his final product, they were like, how did Michael know to get to the hospital? Uh, what was the other scenes he filmed there, Ralphie? Uh, he also filmed. Um, he filmed that. He filmed a couple other scenes, but like the, the Elrod like, chicken killed. Yeah, he filmed that, and then one of the other ones was uh, the burning mask. Oh Ooh. yeah, the end. That's, that was. So imagine those scenes that not was, in the that movies. That would be like, there, like how you'd be like, how the fuck did he get to the hospital? At least he bumped into somebody, and it said Laurie Strode's admitted to the hospital. Um, Which is extremely convenient. But I, what I love about this, Jeff, is in the beginning where where he takes the knife from Mrs. Elrond, she screams, and the neighbor chick comes out, 
And she's like, are you all right? And then goes back in. She's like, oh, it's just Mrs. Elrod screaming. Uh, Mr. Elrod probably decided to start beating her. She's always picking on him. I'm like, God, I love domestic violence. (laughs) I'm a proponent. It's 80s, baby. (laughs) What's wrong with your dishwasher? I don't know. I just punched it twice, and it's fine now. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't laugh at that. (laughs) <laughs> but it's true it was a different time it's funny to see that yeah. like I love hearing lines like that in early that's movies what's funny. it's like Jesus Christ yeah not to go off topic but I remember like holding the wife holding your wife at knife point wasn't such a big deal you know <laughs> <laughs> that was just like oh man like our parents had a dark spot you know in 83 days. Now we know why their marriages last 50 yeah, like, years. Exactly. It's like fear. <laughs> five years. I'll in. leave you when <laughs> you're on your deathbed, okay? Okay. That's what we'll just call it quits. Uh, uh. Uh. Where were we? <laughs> Dick Warlock hitting the kid in the. Uh... Oh, correct. Okay. Uh, so Carpenter had to come back. To film those scenes. Because that was weird. Wow, how did we go from that to that? I don't know. When Loomis spots Michael. Help. When Help. Loomis, you got when Shut Loomis, this guy down. When Loomis spots <laughs> the, the fake Michael, who is, it's funny enough, is like this drunk kid just trying to get home. Oh, I love this. And and he's like, get down! It's him! It's like, oh. Okay. Uh, before we go to that. Where where the other deputy is driving Carpenter to um, the uh, Wallace house. Okay. Right? The blonde-haired guy. Where he meets up with Sheriff Brackett. Uh, there's a funny scene where they're walking through the crowd at Meyer's house throwing bricks and, you know, shit through the window. Oh, yeah. And he goes, all right, knock it off. Everybody go home. If you see the third time he says it, like, he walks by a chick, a chick, and then as soon as he gets to a goon, he goes, All right, knock it off! shoves the dude really fucking hard. It was like... Uh, they shove people. Dude, well, but they, then he passed two females, and then as soon as he came to a male, he just checked Took out his anger. Yeah, checked him hard. What, what, you what, let him out! That's, I hated that part. Well, then this let's go back. All right, all right. Loomis sees the faux Michael Myers. They stop him in the street. The guy's kind of stumbling in the street. He turns, and a cop car comes out of nowhere and hits the kid. They hit a van. The body's pinned between the cop car and the van. The van erupts into flames, and Michael's just burning alive. The cop gets out. He came out of nowhere. He did. He came off the sidewalk. And... Then the blonde cop comes up and is like, we found, we found your daughter's body. I think it's Annie. <laughs> Gotta come quick. Sheriff Brack is like, one of them was Annie. Oh, I he, love his voice. Oh, yeah. They cracked me up. I hate the lines. Though. Three kids. <laughs> you left. I guess I gotta go home. I want my wife to learn about this before she learns from anybody else. I was like, oh, God. Oh, come on. Oh, fuck you. You call that acting. You're, oh, my God. You call that acting Jesus. you watch italian horror Jesus. and you're complaining about this acting i will complain about this oh, acting. God. at least this guy's speaking english and he's like he can account for his unable to deliver a line don't look at me uh, i'm gonna look at you this guy over here <laughs> all right it's pretty much downhill it's a downhill fucking it's a great battle. battle it's a downhill battle all right um 
You know, I do have three pages of notes for this while you're shitting upon it. Go for it. No, fuck it. Go for it. Ow. Go well, ahead. I want shit. you. I want you to shit in everybody's ear. Explain why this isn't so fucking shitty. I would love to explain why this is better than than it. Uh, Stephen King's it. Uh, okay, that's great. Donnie Wallace. First that is you worship. That's Pennywise, and this is Michael yeah, Myers. Pennywise, and that was Tommy Lee Wallace, and this Tommy is Rick Rosenthal. Lee if you want to talk about a, great, a good Rick Rosenthal film, by all means, let's talk about Sean Penn and fucking Bad Boys, because that's a great. Bad Boys. That's a great Rick Rosenthal film. If you watch any Rick Rosenthal film in your life, watch Bad Boys. That's fucking a good film. Halloween Two is just like with mediocrity. Will Smith. Uh, no, this is uh, before Will Smith. This is nineteen eighty-two. Mm. But no, this is a uh, this is. Uh, that's so great. Halloween 2 is... I thought it was all right. <laughs> Thank you, Ralph. All right. Or the tiny mouse in your pocket. One of them. <laughs> Got to thank someone here. Green Mile? Jesus. And Mr. Bojangles? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's going to mouse land. <laughs> oh, fucking you want to say that's a good movie. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make this like... Um, a bad episode. Making it painful. Not painful either. I'm trying save to save your personal thoughts. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So he kills the the fake Michael Myers. He they find out they go to the house and then it gets turned over from bracket to blonde sheriff now because you know they only had so much money to give fucking you know Mister Cyphers, so he's gone and obviously the coroner office isn't at the fucking memorial. Haddonfield Memorial. That's not, that's not, they got the coroner's office somewhere else because, you know, where his daughter's body went wasn't Haddonfield fucking Memorial because, you know, why would you put the sheriff with his dead daughter in the fucking same hospital that Jamie fucking Lee Curtis was in? Preposterous. You know, most hospitals back then didn't have. Oh, really? Is that how they did it in 81? Really? Yeah. You're, you're like, what? You're going on like one? Actually, yeah. You're one. one, Where I was born. And you uh, had the knowledge of that? Where I was born in a small hospital. Oh, yeah. The corner office. It actually didn't have any of that. They added it. They had a separate morgue. In fucking 1998. Oh, really? Separate morgues? No. They bury you in the the sky? No, they take you across the street to the They dig actual holes. Yeah, really? They'd bury you under the street and they do that? Well, it's better than above the street, like in <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> Ooh. It's, Ooh. it's pronounced Nyawlands. 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 Yeah, okay. I don't do all Gone that bullshit. I actually, I actually uh, use my syllables I'm properly. I'm going to apologize for this whole fucking episode. No. Yeah. It, it's, you know what? It, it is a... Uh... We're not seeing <laughs> eye to eye here. We're going to battle. And it's okay. I don't mind. I don't understand. I don't fucking Whoa! mind. <laughs> we got glass flying everywhere here. <laughs> Get all away from Jeff. <laughs> don't put it near me. I'm clumsy. That wasn't clumsy. That was intentional. That was intentional. <laughs> it's okay. No! I had glass! Come at me. <laughs> it was still in the form of a bottle. <laughs> Great. When it hit my pupil, it wouldn't be no longer in that form. All right, so I think if you all had the interest, you suffered through this film, and, you know, you wanted to... Is this final thought? No. <laughs> we're not even to the hospital yet. That's no, we're not. That's what's killing my soul right now. It's like, shit. 
Um, All right, give a plot outline and we'll just discuss and do final thoughts. No, like let, I want to discuss what happens in this film. Like we've we've talked at length about what tries to make this film good, and what at length this film does is take place of setup after setup to finally have a bewilderingly security guard situation that plays very footnote to like I can't believe Cundy had to shoot the security guard situation where he opens the thing and things fall off and he he literally does a scene where he opens the next closet and he's like yeah no no boxes are gonna scare me this time and the door closes and Michael Myers behind the door and hits him with the fucking back end of a hammer <clears throat> and still has time Michael Myers finds time to kill the security guard and still hide him in the boiler room, wrapped around him with a fucking utility fucking light. Of all things, he's setting up the maze yet again in Halloween 2. And it just placates so... I mean, the, the doctor comes in, he's drunk, he's trying to treat Jamie... I'm sorry, Lori Strode. And then, you know, Lori Strode has an ankle fucking that's broken or she has a bone that's cracked and she has a shoulder from, the, you know, the stab wound. And this other kid's coming in that bit into a razor at the Halloween candy that was, you know, had the, the infamous fucking urban legend of the razor being in the fucking candy or the candy apple or something like that. And he bites into it. So that's just grotesque. That was like the scary yeah. part of the whole fucking Well, the movie. thing about that razor blade scene actually was there was a lot of uh, pushback on that because a cod was like, nah, fuck that scene. I don't want that. Oh, that's, that was and, a scary scene. Uh, Rosenthal and Carpenter were like, no, 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 no. You know what? Go ahead and fucking film that scene. We're going to leave it in there and just let him fucking deal with that. That was like one of the scariest like of the Halloween <coughs> folklore that got to got tied into this. And I was mm -hmm. actually glad to see that because it was very like, yeah. I'm sorry, that mom must be on volume up the ass because oh, I would yeah. be fucking frantically carrying my child into the emergency room and kicking fucking nurses in the face till my fucking son, you know, I saw a doctor. I love the nurse's response. Oh, he's with another patient. Can you please wait in room three? Where's Dr. Mixer? Uh, he's been at the country club. I think he's drunk. <laughs> Give me another cup of coffee, Rose. Keep him coming. That. He just kind of stumbles in. Oh, Keep hey, Lori. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What kind of Halloween is that? But I will say, uh, as a former phlebotomist, this is one of the best needle sticks in cinema. Yet, when he goes to give her fucking painkillers, he sticks the exact same spot, and that is a huge no-no. That yeah. causes uh, hyperthrombosis. And uh, but she's gonna be in pain. I love that the camera shot actually shows the actually blood go. Oh yeah, it was a, it it's, was a it's, real it's, needle. It's thing. fun. It's fun when you see it done correctly. Uh, a la train spotting drugstore cowboy. Drugstore cowboy, which is drugstore quintessential. Cowboy. If you haven't seen train spotting, you haven't seen drugstore cowboy. Put that on your list. Those are must sees in anybody's life. Yeah. I, I feel. I don't know. I, I might be alone on that, but I like a little Danny Boy, Gus Van Zandt action, and most of those two come to mind. Yep. All right. Further yeah. along, after the uh, Jamie, uh, you know, Lloyd Strode gets uh, inducted into the uh, hospital. They put her under painkillers. They put her to a room. Lance Guest gives un usual attention uh, to Lori, but... He knows her. He know Well, his younger brother knows her. Goes to high school with her. Yeah, so he's just, like, showing, you know, pervert interest, and Lori's finally seeing somebody that she... Perverted interest, you mean? Perverted interest to an extent, but, you know, I'll Lori... Bring you a Coke. But Lori's... Gack. <laughs> Lori's, you know, smiling. Let me bring you a Coke. Lori's smiling. She's enjoying the attention. Might be the painkillers, but then again, it might be, like, the near-death experience. I don't know. 
But uh, Lance was a finally a man that finally yeah. a man that'll pay attention to me. That's not gonna fucking kill me. I know. <laughs> and it's nice know going Tramer. Ben Tramer's burned up. And what nobody <laughs> it, once you watch the film, you'll realize that Lance Guest is rocking the best um, fucking disco stew hairdo. <laughs> disco stew has a coke. For you, I'll be back in two shakes. <laughs> it's like, damn, Disco Stew, just get back here with the fucking Coke, okay? Comes with it balancing the on the The kind that comes in a can, preferably. I'm under pain meds here. God damn it, Stu. Yeah, because Leo get <laughs> Leo Rossi's smoking a fucking, like, little roach on these fucking little tweezer fucking scissors. Funny story about him is everybody did not want him. Really? Because he's an East Coast, he's a New Yorker. He's, oh, no shit. And so they're like, Deborah Hill especially was like, hey, this is fucking middle America. Like, she knew Leo. She liked him, but she fought and fought and fought and fought to keep him off. And he doesn't fit in this fucking society. So a funny, funny story is Rosenthal completely went to bat for him. Wow. Got him the job. And <laughs> he, uh, he owed him one, so to say. So when it came time to do the hot tub scene... Rosenthal pulled him aside and he's like, "Hey man, uh, uh, I'm I'm in a bad way, man." And he, and Leo's like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, the generator for the heater broke." He's like, "The water's pretty much ice fucking cold. Can you shoot it?" And Leo's like, "Oh, I fucking owed him one." He's like, "So, you know, this hot, steamy, erotic sex scene was more like a uh, California raisins commercial." <laughs> Shriveled up everything. I can't imagine. Oh, cold water on Jesus the nuts. Christ. And here he waxed his ass for the fucking shot. Dude, I'll tell you what. I don't know if those are fake tits <clears throat> or real. That's what that this was 81. That was the question I was going to ask you. What give those me beautiful a tits. background on that? Those tits? Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. Cuz that was just Cuz they sit right but they're very round. She's well acted and she has great tits. Who is she? Exactly. Nobody knows. Jeez. Dude, I don't know. She was just... I could not tell if those were fake or not. And, if, and you don't hear about much plastic you know surgery what? I'm that sorry. Time. If there's men or women that feel that we're being any kind of way, like, you know, misogynist or whatever the fuck you want to label this shit, I'm sorry. When you're photographed in a film of such nudity and your body looks so... Great. Great. I am I'm happy. sorry. I'm fucking giving you, like, the biggest <laughs> thumbs up. The worst is see some fucking flapjack pancake titties. Thank you. Thank you. It's like, oh. oh you you could have done without her. That's going to be, you know, a staple for generations. I refer to Halloween to 6 for that. Because, I mean, think about 100 years from now, your grandchildren's grandchildren are going to see this film. And it's like, you know what? That woman from Halloween 2, wow. She just said a Blasty fucking. and round. And that's the thing. It's like, if those are real, which I. I'm, I'm, I I'm, can find I, out. I'm, I'm almost. talking. Reactivate that Mr. Skin account. I mean... I got new dog. I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) Throw the name out for me when y'all hear me say that. But when that girl's behind in fucking Friday 13th that's just in those perfect shorts... Oh, yeah. It's like, those things are timeless. Those... That's Terry, yeah. Terry, thank you. These things are are just immortal. There are moments where you just like... You look at a fucking... A body... And you're like, wow, that was just carved by like the gods. Well, I mean, look, you're in a fucking horror film. Your 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 base audience back in those days were kind of TNA. Just like, yeah, I mean, that's how you attracted your audience. Your driving on your kill and your TNA. And if you showed it, guess what? I'm gonna comment on it. Yeah, and I'm gonna appreciate it. Yeah, I'm gonna appreciate <laughs> it when it looks 
<laughs> and it's photographed by Dee Cundy. It's like, wow. Yeah, those tits were in perfect light. <laughs> like, wow. Like, jeez. It, right. it was Pamela Susan Shoop. Shoop. And, and what I love is, like, when women see that shit and they go, you think those are real? I was like, fuck, I hope so. Cause, Dude, I really hope so. And she's only that's... been in five movies. And a uh, good amount of TV. Really? Yeah. Which is a TV star more 70s. than I give her. I, I give her old. mad props because I mean she did a very convincing scene with Theo Rossi in the fucking hotel. I She's mean, in BJ and the Bear, bitch. Hospital room and BJ Fantasy and Island. Oh wow! And Knight Rider. Damn. And TJ Hooker. Damn. Yeah, she she did a lot of fucking TV here, dude. Dragnet, the TV series. Wow. Uh, Murder She Wrote. Yeah. Now let me see if her. Tatas are real. <laughs> He's gonna walk into his account. Let's <laughs> uh, see nudography. <laughs> I would hate to look at your Google search. <laughs> you <laughs> don't. It's a lot of deep throat blowjobs. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Not editing. <laughs> Was the, that uh, or fucking double stuff? What was the uh, Alabama? DVDA. <laughs> what was the Alabama Hot Pocket? Did you ever look that up? Oh, I already know. That. The oh, only nude we man. have of her is from Halloween Two, and she was thirty-three with that body. Wow. <sighs> Bravo to you, madam. Bravo. That's my hand clapping. <laughs> <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> Use your well, she was so gorgeous in that one simple scene, and having that kill of Theo Rossi. She goes, you know, she goes, uh, you know, like you be, it's getting fucking kind of hot in here. And she goes, and he goes, what's he? He's like, do you want me? It's make... getting really warm. Hey, it's cold me... out there. It can it get, get cold, cold in, in here. here. Do Good it! Point. I dare you. <laughs> Bing. He's out, and he Cherokee basters are out. And he goes and he goes and turns off the turns down the steam and then you see that off the background kill of fucking Theo Rossi. It's awesome. It's awesome. Like when he, awesome. he gets killed behind the fucking weird glass and all that shit and his body hits the ground and then he walks up and she's just painting her hair back and she's like, Sorry, you know, he puts you know, Michael Myers puts her hand his hand on her shoulders and he's like she's like, It's not gonna happen. I got to go back and check on the kids and all that stuff and then she Kisses his hand. I'm sorry. Sucks his finger. Oh, God. Uh. And then <laughs> you can imagine scalding, boiling hot water now in that, that it wasn't. therapeutic fucking tub, and he just dunks her head in it. And he comes up, and you see the boils forming from the scalding hot water. And he dugs her again, and he she, she drowns him in the water. And then <gasps> you see the face just hit the fucking ground. And you see all the blisters and all the boils and shit on her face. Mm-hmm. Well, Nathan's perversions uh, prevail. Those tits are real. Wow. At 33? At 33. Wow. She must work out. <laughs> He's been on his phone this entire time. Hey, man, I had to, I had to go to fucking hey. celebrity nude database and, to find and, that shit. Well, I'm just glad you found out. Like, I didn't hey, to go to nudography. I'd like to speak the truth on I this I would podcast. just like to slap the right breast to see how it reacts because those motherfuckers are rocks. And she's dressed as a And I'm nurse. like, okay, if this was filmed in like 95, obviously I just think yeah, they're fake, fake. Fake. Obviously. I mean, everybody had fake tits. House on Hill. 80? 
81? Real? Uh, working poor actress? Oh. I mean, that was... I mean, I, I doubt mean, it. I mean, in Blu-ray, I was just like... Pause. Zoom. No, I was like... <laughs> picture in picture. No, you kind of like... They come, <laughs> they come out and you just kind of like go... Those are nice. You was like, "Fuck, I have to, I have to comment." You know, like those are, those are very nice. Yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> "Well, man. like fucking, uh, Jesus Christ!" <laughs> I'm gonna be stuck on that scene for a little bit. Sorry, might yeah. have, to, I have to disappear for a minute. Well, after uh, after Michael kills her and the, her her love interest, <clears throat> the movie does a couple of off scene kills. And yeah. does these weird setups of like Lori going through the horror maze and stuff like that, and it's fun to an extent, but it's also very dragging and boring to some extent too. Yeah, and uh, well, you know, like it just it 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 I don't know it, it kind of felt like it was kind of like dragging its feet through it. Yeah, so like it, it was taking a hot minute for it to like build up and set up, and I don't know like. He didn't have the street to haunt. Yeah. He's stuck in a hospital now. So he's doing his attacks, and he's going to another room. He's doing his attack, and he's going to another room. And once he gets Lori on the run, it's kind of like, okay, now you're on the horror maze trail. And it's yeah. kind of like, here's the security guard. Here's the, you know, Lance Guest falls upon the, the, uh, the other nurse who bleeds out in the room. And he actually does his own stunt there, and he slips really fucking hard to the point where you think he's fucking dead because he slips so fucking hard. Yeah. And... He's just like, plop, plop. Like, it's, like, there was no cushion there. Like, it was just... But I love the... uh, (laughs) Actually, it's a giveaway floor. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but the one of my favorite reveals still didn't look, still yeah look, look like fucking out look out it's it's fuck. not uh, you know Trish falling out of the window in Friday Thirteenth Four giveaway oh ground my gosh, yeah. no which no. is like like I landed in a crevasse <laughs> <laughs> thank you for making all the cream cheese well, this is where you stack your fucking leaves <laughs> pancakes <laughs> <laughs> sorry what? I don't know I'm hungry well, all right, man, uh, I take a piss and we already moved off the boobs um yeah we're off yeah. the boobs and yeah, onto right. the um, when As you were commenting about my phone, Ralph, uh, my phone probably has AIDS. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker, it's so not a one a day pill. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get rid of this bitch soon. Jesus, <laughs> incriminating. They all yell at that motherfucker, dude. It's let's well, go. Your case is I like cleaned it up. Apart. Like, like eight months ago, I did a total phone reset, and now my phone's like. <laughs> On life support, it's like, oh, you. Let me just take you to the backyard and let you look at Instagram for a second. <sighs> Bang! <laughs> <laughs> look at the flowers. Just look at the flowers. I'm gonna have to put her down here pretty, pretty soon. Uh, well, fucking... that case is fucking falling apart. I'm looking at it. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's like peeling pieces <laughs> off of it. When the it's good for it. <laughs> it gives it character. I love this setup. But I hate the kills. The Jagoff War. Uh, The nurse that goes to go check on the uh, the nurse that goes and checks on the doctor, and you see the the shower going in the doctor's private office. Yeah, and she goes to the chair and she sees the doctor facing. He's facing the fish tank, which is very obviously like almost a throw forward throw back to Walking Dead with the governor looking at the fish tank. Yeah. Which Lori's is had an allergic reaction, Dr. Mixer. And when the chair spins around, you see the needle stuck into the eye. Uh, 
And this is one of the greatest fucking Michael Myers reveals since Halloween 1. You know, it almost didn't happen. Oh, my God. When you see the shape come out of the darkness and into the lighting, it's perfect. It's orange instead of blue. That's awesome. But then when he stabs her, blue hand, blue lighting. It's really weird. I hate the hypodermic kills. The eyeball was... You know, a lot of people have eyeball fears. And that was stabbed right into the cornea. Well, the eyeball (laughs) one was, but the other girl, she got the temple Temple. with the fucking air going into it. And I was just like... Have have y'all played Dead Space? Funny fucking story. Uh, That uh, actress, when, you know, when she was working it out with uh, um, Warlock, fucking, you know, she said, I'm going to flop down, you know, play play it realistically. And Warlock was like, cool. And... They did the scene, and they didn't move the desk. Oh, shit. And she flopped and split her eye 17 stitches <laughs> right on like, like the coronal part of your eye. The scene where Bud is smoking the joint and the thing, and she's sitting there. If you notice, it only shows the Have left her side face. of her face, and the other one's heavily makeuped, and she never, like, turns... To look at the TV. She's watching the TV yeah. with her face to the right, and that's because she had you know, swel- swelling and all this shit. Um, funny funny little note. That's sad. Jesus. It happens. It wait till we get to part four. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Shingles. Shingles and nails. Jesus. How dare you. Ruin dare a perfect day. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be perversion, okay? We're not talking hereditary where we get no tits and ugly people. We're talking hot women, hot bodies. You get tits in hereditary. What? Yeah. Wow, saggy old shit. I, if I was 60, I might get turned on. You might appreciate like, it. Oh, Dolores. <laughs> Cassidy, you kill. <laughs> You're killing me. Oh, my God. The I promiscuous I yesterday only looked half that good. <laughs> Oh, fuck I walked by the fish market and said, "Good morning, ladies." That smells like Cassidy. <laughs> wow! Fucking hell! Oh, fuck life. So yeah, I mean, the, uh, there's some good scenes in this movie, man. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Keep going. Um, Lance Guest gets his fall. Um, Lori hides in the fucking car. Then Lance gets his true death, and then everybody gets back into How did the- Lance die? He didn't die. He dies at the car. No, he just passed out. He had a concussion. I thought he gets killed at the car. Lance Guest, his character, is supposed to be Jamie Lloyd's dad. Okay. He lived. He eventually, yeah. Yeah, he lived. I thought he died at the car. I mean, they, uh, the original cut, uh, I, don't, I don't remember it. Do you, um, you remember the original? Yeah, I, vaguely. Um, the original ending that they filmed was a fucking horrible idea. Um, Rosenthal thought to himself that it that the movie needed like a fucking jump scare, a la like, like how like we were saying like everything like, trying to get with the times, like how was fucking Friday Thirteenth had that jump scare, and just like trying to like pick up on all of that. And so what was supposed to happen was that inside the uh, ambulance, Lance Lance Guest was supposed to sit up behind Jamie with a with a uh, with a like a bed sheet covering him, which in turn causes Jamie to freak out. And when the blanket falls down, it's supposed to it's revealing Lance, and he has this goofy. He was he was supposed to have like this goofy ass fucking smile or something like smirk. It's so ridiculous. and um, fucking it was why <laughs> right? 
Like, like why would you be totally covered in the first place? I mm-hmm. mean, if you're in an ambulance, up to your tits is where they're going to put the blanket. Yeah. Not and cover you like you're dead. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just like, like over. Sean Lithgow and fucking Dan Aykroyd in Twilight Zone. Right. And you want to like, see something really scary? Oh, God. Worst Bobcat screams. But no, like, I think, if I remember correctly, I think Nate said it best uh, whenever they did Halloween years ago. Normally, it's a good thing for, like, the director to just go with their own thoughts and mm-hmm. processes and whatnot. And this is the one time that was actually a good idea that the studios jumped in and said, no, fuck that. No, we're not do- we're not doing that. Get Cut that. Yeah, we didn't need it. There was well, no there's a lot of it. stuff this film didn't need. It didn't need the fucking cop going, like, uh, he went to the elementary school. He was there. And... Then he oh, went that there. that part was terrible. And then he went there, and then he wrote something over there. It's Is like, that it? What the? No, and here. <laughs> I, think he, I think he stepped here. And I was like, what? And yeah, that part sucks. Sam Hain. But the he same. Was, but the, Donald. The fire of the Druids caused him. Donald Pleasance, Pleasance thankfully and, saves that scene. The acreage that was bestowed to the farmers did not <laughs> acquire the right corn, and then they baked the right corn. You got any more brandy? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Give this guy a cigar and a You're check. You're talking 10 seconds. Jesus. Fuck. That is a terrible That's scene. A terrible I will 100% scene. Is that all? No. And here. And here. He, and then he put his knife here. You could tell that was a real cop. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> And then this is the cop that you were... When you're given and broken hair, and then when the, the don't go down that road, and then the chick comes in and she's like, "I have to speak to you alone." Awesome, bitch, smoking a cigarette in school. Stupid. <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, "I have to talk to you alone," and the cops are like, "We're cops. Why shouldn't we have privilege?" Uh, this because information? it's for his ears only. All right, now they have the doctor and the female doctor in the in the cop car, and the fucking Loomis pulls a gun on the cop. It's like this. He needed to go back to town. He was uh, ordered out of town. This is the stupidest shit. I love, I love Donald Pleasance. And then when they go into the hospital and he pulls a gun on the cop and goes, Go and search the hospital. Do as I say. It's like, Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. At one point, do you like call your wife and say, Hey, babe, can I borrow my balls for a second? (laughs) Because I need to tell this old doctor where to park his bike. He's right, though. He is right. He is correct. Everything he said in part one has happened. So now he is the authority figure. I've been with this guy for 15 fucking years. My favorite scene is like when the glass doors shut and Michael's walking towards... Michael's stroll. Oh, that's the... What the fuck are you, Jaws and Jaws 3D? And you're coming in to fucking attack Louis Gossett Jr. and Dennis Quaid? It's like, Jesus Christ. But that's something they had to... That's... Oh, just they, something they wrote in to keep up and with then you Jason. Shoot this poor five foot eight man, and he falls down. <laughs> the hospital. <laughs> five the, foot eight man, eat, and the wearing... cop is looking at him, and he's like, "Stay away from him! Not dead. He's still breathing. He stopped breathing. <laughs> he looks. <down>. Get away! <laughs> God damn, dead." <laughs> Oh, this fucking movie! Come on, you've seen way worse. I've you seen way worse. That you love. We're not talking about way worse. We're talking about. We're talking about Halloween you, too. You're, this is not here or there. This yeah. is Halloween too. <laughs> Jesus. And this if, is Halloween too. And if the blood of the Jews were to come down and bathe upon our corn, and we popped that corn and we ate it and watched Halloween too, we would still feel. 
slightly entertaining. I'm Jeff. I'm going to recommend the shit at the bottom of my heel, but not at the top of my toe. Uh, this is the top of your toe. I hate to see the rest of you. Okay, come on. That's right. what I'm saying. You stepped in the same pile of shit that you would recommend, but it, it's hey, on my toe. Hey, at least I could say Friday 13th Part 2 is better than Halloween 2. I wouldn't disagree. Thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, well, I wouldn't. But I would say this is better than Friday 3. I think this is better than Texas 2. Uh, no. Texas 2? Nah. Texas 2 is pretty good. Texas 2 is pretty good. Now, is this better than everything else that Texas Chainsaw right. released? Yes. Is this better than Friday 2? No. Is this better than Nightmare on Elm Street 2? Yes. Yes. All right. Is this better than Texas <laughs> Is this Night better than Nightmare on Elm Street? Yes. Ooh. Halloween 2 is nowhere near Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street to me sucks. I, I hate it. I don't mind it. I, I understand. I'm. I'm uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street doesn't have pacing <sighs> issues the way Halloween 2 does. I think there's definite pacing issues in Halloween 1. Uh, I mean, Halloween 2. Sorry, Halloween, Halloween 2, 1. there is. Like the cop. Here, here, and here. And here. It's very <laughs> fucking like. But. And there is a lot of Michael walking around the and hospital, I, I, or Jamie walking around the hospital. And I'm not bashing mental. And it shit. is the darkest hospital and known the, to man. And the dialogue is kind of shit. When it's not Donald well, Pleasance, it's when it's the, not Donald Donald Pleasance, I'll agree. Okay. But the nurses are fucking fun. Eh. The nurses are fun. Yeah. The leave. whole hey, Doctor Mixer, I think he's drunk. <laughs> like, and then fucking the the uh, black nurse, I can't remember her name, but she's like, you know, Jimmy. Out. She needs a rest. Hey, you need a coke? You want some cock? Hey, Jimmy! <laughs> like, there's, there's good, there's good. Uh, yeah, but, but, but like you said, there are long lulls, very long. I'm scared to watch. Inexcusable. The I'm gonna watch the TV version again, but TV version is actually pretty fun. And I'm gonna watch it again because I think. Wait, did you watch TV or do you watch? Uh, I watched the the theatrical. Okay. Yeah, I, I watched TV. I didn't watch the TV version because I was kind of like, I want to watch the theatrical. It only again. adds literally like. Minutes, two seconds. minutes, okay. two minutes. Gotcha. There's a longer scene in the cafeteria with Bud and all them. See, knowing that the 33 year old nurse doesn't have her topless scenes, eh, maybe not. But I'm not rushing to watch. Oh no, the TV no, no, no! It'll still show that. It, what? It just adds. What? It just adds what the TV shows. Uh, it's nani? like when you watch the TV version of Part One, it doesn't take PJ Soul's topless scene. Oh really? They don't. No, it just adds those scenes that were created. Why for don't TV. they cut out the nudie? They just they to... because it's just showing you the added scenes. Oh, the added TV version. Oh, yeah, that's that's all it is. Because when they show when you buy the the Return of the Living Dead work print, I mean sorry, the Return of the Living Dead special edition from Screen Factory, they show you the work print. It looks like a fucking work print. I'm sorry, like it looks like bad VHS dog shit. Ugh. Like it's like why would they do that? Because it's a work print that's available, and they're like, hey, we'll throw this on as a bonus feature. It's great as a bonus feature, but when you watch it, it's like they didn't get like a oh, badass copy of the okay, work Okay, so print. it's a bonus feature. Yeah. Okay. But no, no, I'm saying like they threw it on as like, hey, we're going to give you the work print. When you watch the work print of like Blade Runner, it still looks like decent. Blade Runner. It looks decent. But when you watch the work print of this, it looks like your cousin's fucking uncle recorded it off. It's a VCR, and then he threw it in a fucking brothel for three years and then he like it came out and then you popped it in your vcr brothel (laughs) so there's a lot of dots there's a lot of (laughs) faded areas and static (laughs) some missing pixels (laughs) due to a slimy substance we cannot (laughs) why do you look at your arm (laughs) it's like you look down to your i lost my sandal (laughs) 
I've got another phone in this pocket that I'm looking at. <laughs> still, it's my new phone. Still looking at the top of my toe from the shit I stepped in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and then where we go from here, it's like... One of the most iconic images of the Halloween franchise. Okay. Which is what... Michael's mask bleeding from the eyes, man. Yeah, when she does the stab. It's fucking awesome. The gunshots, shots, sorry. The yeah. gunshots. Which are perfect, what? Eye shots? Yeah. Because I was hoping to see a bullet... With a fucking magnum. I was hoping the headshot and, like, the blood's running to his eyes. But no, no. When I watched the film... It's two shots, HD two eyes. Like, yeah, two shots, two eyes. Dead. Accurate with a three fifty seven Magnum. <clears throat> bam, bam! <laughs> From a chick that's never shot. But... The ether's opened up. Hold on. Oh. Get out of here. God damn it. I love it. I hate it. What the fuck? He's holding his eyes and swinging at the whispers of ether. He doesn't have eyes. Why would you? Probably because it's hurting. (laughs) It's hurting Michael Myers. The initial shot probably was like shock, and now you're in pain. The chest shots did nothing but, man, my fucking eyes. Wearing a bulletproof vest. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was the druid magic. Jesus, you're was killing it? the magic. Was it? Jesus. Was it the season? I thought it was the season of the witch mask. It was protecting him. Well, if you look at the blood drips here. And here. There was blood drips. <laughs> and over shot. there. And here. <laughs> <laughs> You'll clearly see he's only injured once. Yet six shots were Yet fired. he had blood from his. I imagine him like dipping into his own bullet wound to write Sam Hain. <laughs> What if you fuck up when you're writing in blood? Does you, do you have a way of erasing What that? if you faint? Like, I've lost too much. <laughs> I am going down. It's all Sam Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> and we found his body here. <laughs> and he wrote over here. <laughs> and over there. And here's where we dragged him out and cornholed him. <laughs> and then he wrote a sarcophagus note here. In his ancient ruins, he's trying to open up some kind of store. Where is he now? Over there. <laughs> <laughs> he's opening a stargate to talk to Kurt Russell and James Spader. <laughs> Sorry. That's a happy thought. Stargate opening. <laughs> That's a happy thought. Haddonfield Stargate. Yes, that sounds like magic. Come on. No. You have Egyptian. The villagers of that movie ruined it. Dude, Sam Hain, Druid God, Stargate. Mimu! Mimu! If, if the alien come down and touched upon the little young Michael Myers and bestowed to him the fucking Eye of Raw, inquisiting him with the ghost of Sam Hain, leading him to be the Egyptian alien god that would live to be the infamous boogeyman. Thank you. I got your answer. Kurt Russell. I got and your James answer. Spader, I got your Halloween answer. Halloween 2019. James Spader. <laughs> Magic in the making. He's all manic. Behind <laughs> his mask. <laughs> oh. He's a little his guy. <laughs> Sneezing all the time. <laughs> yeah, we have to stop the raw. I'm sorry, the Sam Hain. No, he's Michael. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> He's all, I don't think this blade is sharpened. <laughs> Hold on one second. Uh, no, I've got... Uh, this ghost too needs you to understand. I made a baby with the lowest road. 
Sorry. All right. All right. God, I can't get over that fucking whole that that, that is a fro. Jesus. That is a uh, a beautiful fro. It's like the whole time I wanted him to like literally say that he was the AI android from the last Starfighter. <sighs> like the Starfighter android went on to make Halloween too. Um. <laughs> Is that what your wish is? I have many wishes. And Stargate and Last Starfighter all come into formation with Halloween 2. Yeah, I would have had a weird meeting with with the Blumhouse. (laughs) All right, this guy, just get him the fuck out of here. He wants Stargate and Last Starfighter shit going on this new Halloween. Let's just kill him. (laughs) I mean, if you wanted the answer... You have to look no further than Connell Cochran or Doctor Wynn. <laughs> you have to look here, and then you look here. <laughs> yeah, but come on, you're gonna you are gonna recommend Halloween three, which is a oh, we're gonna talk <laughs> at length about Halloween three. We're gonna talk about magic in the making. We're gonna talk about <laughs> an unexplained plot detail that needs to be explained. Oh, it, the, oh, the Stonehenge rock is. <laughs> There's a line in it that's. God, this is. <laughs> yes, we got this rock from Stonehenge. You wouldn't believe what it took to get that's it. That's awesome. <laughs> no, tell oh, me. God. How'd you get it? Stonehenge from there to here? Well, see, we took it here, and then we took it here. <laughs> and then here. <laughs> and then it got. <laughs> it got oh, computer chip fused here. Jesus Christ. And it's don't like, go into final processing like over the, there. The screenwriter from fucking Jurassic Park fucking Fallen Kingdom and shit. We, we took the we, we sold it here and then we brought it here and then we, we told him we go here. And then we sold it to Universal. <laughs> <laughs> Money in the bank, sir. Money in the bank. <laughs> oh man. Fucking hell. I'm I getting don't. drunk. <laughs> All right, so the explosion occurs, and Loomis and Myers... Cool go firewalk. Oh, yeah. yeah. They make King Hunter cry. Uh, yeah. Um, actually, fucking uh, Dick Warlock got burned pretty bad on that. I can imagine. Because the suits of that day and age had zippers over the elbows all the way to the wrist. So heat transfer went I love seeing the drops nowadays, because you know as soon as they hit the ground, it's like... Get the fire extinguishers now! Yeah, really. Well, that was actually like a super dangerous firewalk. Uh, uh, Dick Warlock was saying because it had a roof. Most firewalks, you know, you break through a wall and go out in the open. Yeah. Now this was in, engulfed in a square yeah. box, so the flames just kept. Those me off. I was like, they even you even see like a stretcher in the hallway on fire. Yeah, they lit that bitch up. The blast was so bad that they actually broke a uh, real heavy metal door that was down the hall. Like, it's off to the side. You can actually see it collapse. When you see this motherfucker... But it blasted it off its metal hinges. When you see this motherfucker burn, you can't explain how there can be a part four. Or three. Well... Three. We'll talk about three. Yeah, three, three. Before, it's like... You can't imagine Michael coming back. You can't imagine Lewis coming Lewis, back. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I was part of the druid reading of the corn. They put a fried egg on my face. It kept me safe. <laughs> I ate the sacred acorn. I knew its ways. <laughs> it's like, what? You what? grow a tree? What the fuck are you doing? What are I, you talking about? I was about? mightily scarred from the acorn magic. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? 
Because Lance Guess was part Frodo and he gave him the magic acorn from the elf <laughs> magic. I like how he's piecing it all together for it's us. Going. It's going. I mean, ship of the last starfighter. At the end of the series, we will have Jeff wraps yeah. up Halloween. <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Rings. Seven beers in. Stargate. <laughs> Seven beers does this to my, my buddy over here. Oh, shit. He had magic acorns and those magic acorns let him shoot six times. <laughs> Seven in part two. <laughs> I reloaded one bullet. <laughs> one bullet in this a five shooting gun. Say we loading the gun. This is my security. <laughs> <laughs> Heightens my sense of security. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, that and the magic acorn that you got from the Stargate. <laughs> well, thank man. you. Still stuck in that fucking acorn. <laughs> I never thought about magic acorns, but we're there. Oh man, it said. Just see Loomis. Just it's do a, a first right if here. Loomis had a cameo in Enemy Mine with Louis Gossett Jr. and Dennis Quaid. Where are we going? And he got those magic alien eggs that they ate on the planet, and that acuted for him to be able to survive the fucking fire blast in Halloween 2 that he returned to this timeline from the Stargate. Frodo wouldn't no, have no, to no, have. No, no, you got it all wrong. Oh, what he God. did was borrow the cloak of invincibility from Eyes Wide Shut, oh, <laughs> Kubrick. That's... They took the the little bit of makeup. The cloak of invisibility is from Harry Potter. Yeah, but I'm also talking about the cloak of invincibility because he doesn't get laid or AIDS. Protected his ass. That's a different kind of magic. All right. um, Ending this film on the perpetual burning of, you know, Michael's mask uh, and Jamie being hauled away yet again in another ambulance. I mean, where are they going to take her? Yeah, we felt the finality of this story. I mean, we entered November 1st. This is the only film to venture past the October 31st and into the the morning of the next day. Um, I don't know. I mean, when I go into my final thoughts, as I am right now, it's it's a very fun film to go into the next day, minutes after the fucking part one. This was really greatly welcomed when I watched it at an early young age. <clears throat> the introduction is exquisite, having the pumpkin Halloween 2. So there's this seamless cut within that introduction where you get closer and closer to the pumpkin. And the pumpkin awesome. cuts open and breaks open. You see the skull. And the blue light. And the way it's lit. It's just fucking beautiful to be welcomed into Halloween 2 this way. And the film crawls as you get older and as the film gets older with you. But it is a continuation of the Michael Myers saga. There are highs and lows. There's peaks and valleys, just like in anything in life. Um, I think it's a very welcome watch. I think it's very fun. I don't see it as a must-buy in my fucking category of this fucking series. Halloween, I'll buy and buy and buy and buy. As I get into my later age, and it's 8K, 10K, 12K, I'll probably always want to have Halloween 78 in my registry of like films that i carry with me halloween 2 you know what if i blink i might not give a fuck which apparently throughout this podcast i did <laughs> i i, I quite readily he blinked a lot <laughs> i blinked a lot <clears throat> I blinked a lot but uh all in all there's fun to be had and i pass the baton to one of you guys rufus <laughs> <laughs> Rufy? um this movie it's it's like Jeff said. It's one of those movies that it does pick up right after, and I think that's great. Like, I enjoy movies that have like a t- 
have like a sense of like, oh, hey, the next day or a couple of hours later, or so on and so forth. Like I've always appreciated that, but also to play on that, it's just this movie. Once it gets started, it kind of it has a pacing issue for me. Like it's still entertaining. Like whenever it actually does pick up, oh my god, it's it's a great film. But it's just, I don't know, the pacing, it feels like it, it picks up and then it slows down. Then picks up and then slows down. Then picks up and then slows down. And then you have those moments, it's like, oh, he came, he was over here, and it was over here. Oh. It's like, it, like, some scenes just feel, like, so out of place. Yeah. And, or forced. or Yeah, or forced. So, I'm kind of curious, like, I would love to have known what John Carpenter's version of this would have been. This was. Oh, was this? Yeah, this was his story. Oh, I thought I thought they had cha- I thought they like made like drastic changes to it. Yeah, I think this was poorly written. He was just drunk. I think it was oh. yeah. he literally <laughs> did not want to do it. Ah, okay. Poorly written Carpenter sequel. Directed okay. by But I think if Carpenter shot Rosenthal. it and the Go ahead. No, 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 you're good, you're good. But no, I I I was always under the impression that this was like um Carpenter had pitched a script. They didn't like it. They went with their own. And then they had John Carpenter come in and fill in all the blanks. And John yeah. Carpenter's like, well, I'll just work with what I have here and just go from there. It does feel like that. Yeah. That's, Big time. That's what I thought this was, but I guess not. Um, the For me personally, this movie, if it comes in a set, I'll definitely buy it. If, it was, if I was given the option of like, oh, hey, you can get... You can get them all individually, then yeah, I'll probably pick up one, maybe a couple of others here and there. But I, depending on what the price is for two, I may pass on it. But if it's in a set, yeah, I'll I'll watch it all day. You know, if it's there, or if I go over to Nate's house, one of multitudes of times, nine times out of ten, you go over to Nate's house. He has a John Carpenter film playing, and if it's not Halloween, it's most likely something else. But the nine thing. times out of ten, yeah, thing, thing or Halloween, Memoirs of an Invisible Band. You wish <laughs> he has. I own every wish. John Carpenter's film. He has like every I do. Halloween. In fact, I just John found Carpenter. out that I'm missing in uh, Dark Star. Uh, no, uh, the, fa- in the mouth live? of madness. Jeez. It's been really? lifted from it. me. I thought you had that one. It's gone. I had it on Blu-ray and DVD, and both copies are fucking gone. I have no fucking. Idea I could. Oh, hmm. Yeah, I had just had to buy it on Voodoo. That's lame. which I'm fine with. Oh, that's so. all good. But, but the the idea that you had the physical copy though, kinda. yeah, like it completed everything. I even have fucking Ghosts of Mars, which really didn't want, but whatever. <laughs> hey, yeah, completionist. Set. I love Ghosts of Mars. I've got all. Like I said, I, Nate, you can't break a set. I even have the ward. I think the only Carpenter movie I'm missing is Elvis and Black Star, cigarette or burns. Dark Star. Sorry, no, I have that. Yeah, but yeah. So for me, like, if if it's there, I'll watch it. If it's not, then I'm not. I'm not gonna feel as though I'm missing anything. Well, for me, um, and that's it for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Ralph. <laughs> Go for it, dude. Fuck hey, uh, yeah. Make sure you <clears throat> talk about the the John Carpenter stuff. They had to come in and actually oh, direct. I mean, yeah. Because um, they said it was what too. Like, like Rick Rosenthal supposedly a lot shot it minimal. Yeah, there's a lot of pickup. He just, he was new. He didn't, uh, so my final thoughts on this is, um, is it uh, comparable to the first one? No, the first one's fucking legendary. I mean, what the fuck do you expect? And as we were comparing it to uh, Friday 13th, no, this is not better than Friday 2, but uh, let's pick up next day like Friday 3 does. This 
hands down kicks the shit out of Friday three. Yeah. If you can pair it to Friday four, where it's the following day after the next day, uh, you know. Yeah, Friday three had that one asshole that when they had the mask. Fucking remember the oh Shelly Shelly thank like, you I was uh, I was, gonna say, I was gonna say Lin, I was gonna say Lenny I was like no Shelly no I here. mean Friday and uh, you gotta understand I am a giant Friday fan but um, if you compare the originals you know Halloween's fucking goddamn just a masterpiece better, just yeah. a masterpiece I mean intimid it's a, a imitation of Halloween so. Yeah, even though this is a little, I mean, it is compromised, but I think it's compromised for the better. Whatever they did not, the studio heads did not understand what Rosenthal turned in. They asked Carpenter to explain. Oh, okay. I'll uh, add this kid with a boom box. Michael walks by and follows the sign to Haddonfield Memorial. Um, that's how he finds his way to the hospital. Bing. Um he added they wanted some more shit in the beginning so he added the uh uh Elron uh scene and then he Elron Hubbard Elron Hubbard <laughs> if he only would have killed the Elrons we wouldn't suffer scientology <laughs> um so uh you know there's there's compromises but i think the final product that the studio decided to go with is better than what we would have got from the director. Rosenthal had this cheesy fucking terrible ending where Lance Guest sits up in the ambulance. It was fucking retarded. If, if you actually bought the Halloween 10 disc, um, you will see in the uh, making of Halloween 2, uh, more of the night he came home, uh, you will see in that the ending sequence and probably as the as bonus scenes i, I didn't want, get a chance to watch that um is it lesser absolutely you're i mean that's why alfred hitchcock didn't return for psycho 2 that's that's why uh, you just muted me out fuckhead what are you doing what are you doing I'm done i'm done Go ahead. He's muted me. I How much was I, I muted? I didn't mute you. He was muted. All right, he's muted you. <laughs> How long? I was adjusting you. Yeah. Um, wow, train of thought is totally broken now. Reason why Alfred Hitchcock didn't return. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a reason why artists crazy. artists don't return. Okay? There's a reason why original artists don't usually return to their work. George Lucas, he didn't return to Empire Strikes Back. He had uh, his Irwin, Irwin yeah, who was his teacher. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock didn't return for Psycho 2. Carpenter did fought and pleaded not to do this movie. And in the end, he was sued into doing it. So the script you get is what you get from a guy who does not want. He never imagined Michael do this. In fact, his thoughts were, let's do anthology and tell different stories. Yeah. Which would have been great. That would have been amazing. Would have been awesome. See. But you know what? We but were then... trying to keep, we were trying, this was the beginning of franchise. You know what I mean? This French fries. Yeah. French fries. Oh, I'm It was wonderful now. with mayonnaise. Sickening. <laughs> Wait, what? Royale with cheese. Yeah, in, the, oh. in France, they eat them with mayonnaise. Fucking disgusting. Mm. And in Canada. Some parts of Washington. They call it ranch. <laughs> in other countries, they call ranch American, American style. They call it French. They call it <laughs> like, hey, I want ranch. You want an American flavor on your? That's, 
Jesus Christ. What are you talking about? They don't call Anyways, it- final thoughts. Is this a is this something that I'm every time they release a new one I'm gonna chase? Absolutely not. Um, Halloween, like Jeff said, will always be in my collection anytime they get a new one. I'm buying it. I own I think I own the tenth, fifteenth, twentieth, thirtieth, fortieth. I mean I own, Yeah, it's coming up. Four K. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I own every incarnation. I own two copies on VHS. I own two or three copies on DVD, and I own three, three on Blu-ray, including the box set. Gotcha. Am I going to chase Halloween two? No, um, but it is a watch. It is definitely good in this series. I mean, wait till we get down the line. This is going to look like. Uh, it's going to look great. <laughs> I hope so. Wait till we get to Halloween 5. I've got some fucking monkey shit to sling I, on that that's, one. That's like when we went to the Nightmare series. Shit, that means I, I have to rewatch 5. No, no, no. Oh, you got to make it to 6, bitch. God. <laughs> well, you're Damn it. The, you're watching the whole series. I don't and you've got to watch 6, uh, the theatrical and producers. That's why is it's that important. included on the Blu-ray? It's important, yes. And that's is. why I think the I think that's you know, the, the ten disc. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, that's so. why the Rob Zombies one yeah. feels so. I think I got it before you did. <laughs> I will say, do you compare Halloween, Rob Zombies Halloween two to this one? Yes. I actually prefer Rob Zombies. Rob Zombies. I'm Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. My name is Ralph. We'll see you next week. Keep Maybe. It, <laughs> keep it scary. Keep it scary. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary. <laughs>